remember, in the course of discussing movies, the host will spoil plots. You've been warned. Listen to their screams. Greetings, ghouls and creeps, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast that feels like you're chatting with friends. I am one of your friends. Dave, we're joined as always by our other friend, Ike. Ike, how are you? Uh, you know, um, can't, can't complain too much. You know, I, um, uh, yeah, um, I can't complain. I, I just had a few days off for you know, the holiday and everything else, so I, I guess I can't really complain, literally. <laughs> yeah, it would, would it do any good if you did? True. So. But, uh, yeah, we are officially in 2024, and that means we are now going to look back and review 2023. That's what we got coming this episode. Uh, If you listened last episode, and I hope you did, we gave our preview of 2024, the five movies that we're looking most forward to, and then some other things we'd like to see, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, It was a good time. Hopefully you listened to that. But today we're looking backwards. And we're going to count down our top five favorite movies from 2023, uh, along with a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, before we do that, we have all of our usual news and stuff to get into. Uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to our wives, uh, Monica and Kayla. They will be back on the show very shortly to do another wise rebuttal, but they always put up with us and support us in everything that we do. And uh, before we dive into it, Ike, did you uh, watch anything this week? Not a thing. Uh, I went and saw the Iron Claw, but that is not horror. Um, yeah, I really yeah. otherwise. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. It, it's pretty horrifying, but uh, I don't know if it's specifically a horror movie. Um, but it was good. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> pretty tragic, but uh, no, I didn't really watch anything either. Just uh, some odd and end stuff, but nothing, nothing really horror related. It's kind of weird when I don't don't have to watch anything for the show. It's it's a little peculiar. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like I just say, ooh, let's watch some other stuff. But uh, but we will be back back on the horror the reviews of, of movies next week. But let's uh, before we get there, let's uh, let's take a quick pause. Then uh, we don't have our, our weekly segment again. Not in the uh, preview and review shows. We're not going to do that because we got a lot to talk about with these movies. Uh, but uh, let's take a quick pause. When we come back, we will have all of our news and anniversaries that we like to talk about. So stick around. Make sure you subscribe to listen to their screams on your favorite podcast platform. Also, make sure you look us up on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, TikTok, and Slasher. All you have to do is look up Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two in Screams, and you can find us there. Also, make sure you go and buy yourself a Listen to Their Screams t-shirt. You can find all of our shirts at tinyurl.com screams shirts. And welcome back to the news. All right. So starting us off strong, um, this is actually something we talked about with our last episode. Um, you know, we talked about sort of what we're looking forward to in the new year, and we have already received part of our wish. So I think that that means that this is going to be a good year. But uh, the initial versions of Mickey and Minnie Mouse have entered public domain, and horror has again swooped in to capitalize, and we already have two horror movies titled Mickey's Mousetrap and Steamboat Willie. Um, It's crazy. I mean, we literally just talked about this. Um, Mickey's Mousetrap already has a teaser trailer that we watched. It is already filmed. It's due out in March. 
Oh, these wow. people, these people were preemptive. They knew what was coming, so they went ahead and did it. And uh, and they're ready. There's actually going. Actually, I, I just read that there's actually going to be a third movie from the guy who makes uh, made the Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey and all those. He's making one as well. So there's actually going to be three. Um, and this is this is tricky business because people not not for these creators. I'm sure they know what they're doing. Because so many people online are like, oh, Mickey Mouse is public domain. No, that's not that's not true. Just these initial verges, yeah. the Steamboat Willie, and then like one or two other shorts. Uh, from the get go. So only those versions are, are in public domain. If you're, if you try to copy or use any other, you're, you're going to get hit by, by Disney. There's no doubt. Uh, no, yeah, but, D- D- Disney lawyers are going to have a good year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're ready. They're primed for this ready. Um, I, I did watch the Mickey's Mousetrap trailer and, um, it looks pretty good. Uh, it's not, you know, I, they're not going to, they're not going to, they shouldn't get anything in the infringement because, the dude's just wearing a Mickey, a mask. Um, and, the, and it does have the Steamboat Willie in it. Some clips it looked like, uh, looked pretty creepy, looked pretty, pretty spooky. Uh, there's something about a guy wearing a Mickey, Mickey mask that's, uh, uh, you know, killing people that, uh, ooh, is, is pretty wild. But we knew this was coming, right? We knew with these initial versions of Mickey, we knew that there was going to be horror movies. Always yeah. this. They're, they're going to take advantage and do it. And that, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, like we said, we've enjoyed <laughs> these public domain story, you know, kind of low budget horror films. They're, they're fun. And, uh, this, this one's going to be, this, uh, these are going to be really interesting, uh, to, to see them utilizing Steamboat Willie Mickey. Uh, it, it's, should be cool. It, it's something very jarring about thinking about anything remotely related to Mickey Mouse, uh, being a killer. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm super excited. And, uh, uh, like I mentioned, uh, make sure you check out our, our last episode, which is sort of like a preview episode for the new year. And one of the things we specifically talked about was, you know, we're, we're hoping to see some more, you know, public domain horror movies and some of these, you know, previous characters that we, we know and love being turned into horror icons. So, um, we're getting that wish, uh, pretty soon this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, definitely check that out for some of our other things as well. But, uh, another little, little tidbit, uh, and this is actually interesting. Um, the first full trailer for the first Omen, which is a prequel to the Omen, it was released on January 3rd. Um, I've not actually yet seen this trailer. I knew that this movie was coming, um, and, and I've seen the Omen, and I think I've seen one of the remakes. Uh, but I, I'll be curious to see this. It's always it's always interesting to see them try and do like a you know a, a prequel, much less like a sequel to these types of movies. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, the the trailer was released today as we're recording, uh, okay. the the day before release, which you know, January third. Um, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't get to watch it. it kind of slipped my mind. I knew it was coming. I was kind of busy today, so I didn't really didn't really sink in. I didn't really think about watching it. So I, I wish I had before we recorded. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll probably watch it and talk about it just a, a bit next week. Sounds like a plan. But uh, that looks like that's pretty much it for uh, uh news so far. So uh. Uh, we'll go ahead and move right into some birthdays. Uh, so starting us off strong, January 6, 1969, we have Norman Reedus. He's, of course, known for his uh, role as Daryl in The Walking Dead. Uh, he's done quite a bit of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think Pandorum is a is a very underrated sci-fi horror movie. Um, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's just, he's done a lot of really cool stuff. Um, you know, Norman Reedus is, uh, he's, he's a very, he's a renaissance man, if, if I had to say so. Yeah, seems, seems like a pretty good guy. Uh, obviously, you know, I mean, 
Yeah, obviously most known as Daryl Dixon now. No matter what he's, you know, what he's done in the past or whatever, that's, you know, he's everywhere as Daryl Dixon. So, and I'm, I'm sure he's okay with that when he looks at his bank account. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure he's fine with that. I mean, he's got his own show, so I, I don't think he can complain too much. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, very good. And then we also have, of course, also from Walking Dead fame, uh, January 7th, 1982, Lauren Cohen. Um, she is Maggie in The Walking Dead. Uh, she plays a vampire, I believe, named Rose in Supernatural. Is that right? No, no, no. She was Bella. Bella, okay. Yeah, she was, uh, she was just a, uh, well, they refer to her as a thief. She was the one that would take, uh, magical items and resell them for profit and encountered, uh, the, the Winchesters in the first, within the first couple of seasons. And then ended up finding out she made a deal with a demon and pretty much got, uh, the Hellhounds came and claimed her. But, oh. uh, yeah. Okay, so, so actually, funny, funnily enough, she she did play a vampire named Rose, uh, but she played that in the Vampire Diaries. Uh, so oh, that's my oh, bad. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. She's uh yeah that that's my bad guys my bad I take it back. Um, but yeah, Lauren Lauren Cohen, uh, she's great. Uh, she was also in the movie The Boy, um, which was actually pretty good. I didn't really care for the second one of that, but uh, she was good in the first one. But uh, very good. Next up, January 7th, 1964, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Nicolas Cage. Um, he, of course, is from Renfield fame, his most recent, but he's done so much shit. I mean, you could go on yeah. and on about what Nicolas Cage has done. He's done other horror movies. Um, one of my favorite movies of his, though, is one he did not tell him called Willy's Wonderland. So good. So, so good. It seems like he comes out with a movie, like, every month. He just, uh, <laughs> dude must just, I mean, you know, he does, like, he does anything. I don't think he says no to anything, but obviously he was in... The Ghost Rider films a while back. He's in Face Off. He's in so many different things. And, uh, you know, he's what a, what a dude, man. Yeah. He'll, he'll be one of those people that receives like a lifetime achievement award one day. Um, and it'll be for <laughs> so close, so close at one time to being Superman was supposed yeah. to be, was supposed to play Superman then. And well, actually, I, I guess technically, technically he did play Superman because he was in, he was the in Flash the, movie, yeah. the Flash movie. So, but, uh, yeah, he could have had his own film. But anyway, Nick Cage is a Nick Cage is a good dude. Very fun guy. He definitely is. He again, a Renaissance man as well. All right. And this one's a good one too. Um January seventh, nineteen forty nine, Stephen Williams. Uh you may know him from Jason Goes to Hell, Supernatural. Uh he plays Rufus Turner in Supernatural, mm-hmm. which is uh Bob one of Bobby's friends. Mm-hmm. And in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, he plays Creighton Duke, a uh, sort of bounty hunter, if you will, of uh, you know, trying to hunt down the curse of Jason and whatnot. So um, he's he's in so much other stuff. He was in It, like the the remake. He was in X Files. I mean, yep. he's been in so yep. much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, we're a little supernatural heavy today, as we'll even see even more in a minute. But uh, obviously, he's in Jason Goes to Hell. But you know, he he's he's great as Rufus in Supernatural. Oh yeah, absolutely. Love Rufus. Loves his, uh, Johnny Walker, Walker blue. blue. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Walker, man. So he's a man after my heart. So can't go wrong with a little Johnny Walker. That's for sure. Hmm. But, uh, January 8th, 1981, we have our last and le- but not least, uh, Genevieve Padalecki, uh, who of course is married to Jared Padalecki. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, she's also in Supernatural. I'm sure she's done other stuff. But like you said, we're a little Supernatural heavy this week. <laughs> She was in a, ooh, what was it? I can't remember. One of the, la, 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 I'm shooting a blank. One of the Stephen King miniseries at some point, I think. Uh, I think she did a Stephen King miniseries too. I can't remember. Uh, but she's done some other things, yeah. But 
if we're leaning towards horror monster type stuff, I mean, obviously she's very much known for supernatural and, uh, played Ruby, one of the incarnations of Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> one of the incarnations. She's had many, but, uh, very good. Well, those are some pretty cool birthdays. Um, like you said, very, very supernatural heavy, but no one's complaining. Uh, <laughs> I will not apologize for anything being supernatural heavy. I'm sorry. No, not at all. I'm not, not at all. sorry. Actually, speaking of, I, this is, this is obviously just completely rumored, but I saw the other day that there was, uh, there was some rumorings that they were going to bring back Supernatural. Um, I guess yeah. Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles were at like a con or something like that, or maybe on Twitter even, or X, whatever the fuck they call it. But they, they heavily hinted at it being a possibility. Yeah, no, no, no. They've been that, uh, it was, ooh, it's a little more to just hinting, obviously. They, they, yeah, they have the creation cons, which are, they do Supernatural cons yeah. and they're always at them and uh yeah they uh, have spoke quite a bit recently how there has been talks they have sat down to thought how how would we do it and uh they have expressed interest and in, they'd like to take it to a streaming service not necessarily on the cw and do do it like a mini series right you know you know whatever an eight to ten or eight to whatever you know episode series with you know like one big story arc and blah 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 uh and uh ackles is especially keen on doing it on a streaming service so they can be a little bit grittier and just a touch more gory, uh, so that when they do things, so, um, that will be amazing. It, it's, it's, yes, just do it. Just, just do it. I don't care. I need <laughs> yeah. it. No, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm down for it. Very good. Very good. All right. We're going to move into some, uh, anniversary releases. You know, we always, we always like to do these and, uh, starting us off strong. Um, and it's actually a low key, one of my favorite movies in this, uh, franchise. Uh, January 4th, 2013, we have, uh, the, uh, well, it's not the, it's just Texas Chainsaw. Um, so for people who might be a little confused, the Texas Chainsaw movie from 2013 acts as a uh, direct sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974, um, and is part of the reboot timeline, uh, where also we have the original, uh, well, it's not the original, it's called Leatherface from 2017. So. Uh, it's a trilogy. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then Texas Chainsaw as a reboot timeline. So, um, but this one has some pretty good names in it. Alexand, uh, Alexandra Daddario, um, Scott Eastwood, Trey Songs, the, the rapper. <laughs> so, mm. um, very good, very good. I, I like this movie quite a bit, actually. It's, it's got a little bit of that charm of the old Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, not bad. Not too shabby, but, uh, Otherwise, we also have January 5th, 2018, with the Insidious The Last Key. Uh, fun fact, Insidious The Red Door came out last year, and uh, that uh, th- we actually had a whole episode about Insidious, so we talked a lot about this on that episode, but uh, well, I obviously love this movie. Not as much as the other ones, but it's a good one. Yep, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we spoke. Everybody can go back and look at our, listen to our Insidious uh, episode, where we talk all about these movies. So, Absolutely. And then we also have January 6th, 2023. We have Megan. So Megan, such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one, uh, I, I don't think we actually ended up putting it in our uh, order later in the episode, but this was on the short list. Yeah. Um, super good. It's on streaming. If you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Yep. Everybody can go back. We have a review episode from last year when it came out. Uh, we we do. Talk, talked all about it. And uh, yeah, fun, fun movie. Uh, quite the way to kick off the year last year. It was. It was very good. All right. And now last and certainly not least, we have January 8th, 1993. We have Leprechaun. Um, 
we've talked a lot about it. The Leprechaun movies after the first one, they they, they have a significant drop off. Um, but so good, such a good movie, super silly. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care for any of the sequels per se. <laughs> uh, but the, but the first one is the first one's great. I love the first one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Little, little Jennifer Aniston in there, Will, Warwick Davis. It's crazy because it, it's really so weird to like see Jennifer Aniston in a movie like that. Like, and this is during the begin, like the rise of her popularity. Yeah. Um, but then like you know she went on to do like I would say like probably I don't know if she has ever won an Oscar, but she's for sure been in movies that have been nominated if I if I remember correctly. <laughs> probably. But uh, anywho, check it out if you haven't checked it out. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. It's old enough. It's got to be. Sure. But, uh, all right, we have a couple of upcoming releases. Uh, we have Underground coming to Screenbox on January 9th. The found footage film finds a bachelor party trapped in a World War II bunker complex. Um, I, you had me, you had me at found footage, and you had me at Screenbox. Um, I, I am an absolute whore for found footage movies. Uh, love them. I can't get enough of them. They, I honestly, I blame, I blame like the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity for my love of found footage movies. Um, <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm excited for this. It's Screenbox. Can't beat a good Screenbox movie. Yeah, at some reason I, I don't pull me through, but I feel like I've seen a trailer for this. It sounds very familiar to me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's intriguing to be trapped in a World War II bunker complex. That's interesting. Very much so. So we'll have to check that out. Be on Screenbox. Keep an eye out for it. And in Blockbuster news, Night Swim from Bloomhouse comes to theaters on January the 5th, and we'll be actually reviewing this on our next episode. Um, now, Night Swim, we honestly, we, we got a, we recently, I should say, got a more expanded trailer of the movie. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the initial trailers were very, very, very vague. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think I've, me, I personally have narrowed it down to, I believe there's going to be some sort of like, you know, some sort of paranormal entity that's in the pool or haunts pools or some shit. I don't know. The pool ghost. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, the new one, the second trailer, I mean, in the first one, you just get the vibe. Hey, yeah, there's something happening in the pool. Right. And the second, and the, but it, 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 it is creepy. That whole Marco Polo shit is creepy as hell. Um, but, uh, the second one, yeah, you see a lot more, right? Where there's something uh, happening with the dad, they say, and everything else. So, you know, it does lead you to believe there's a, there's more more happening, uh, you know, at stake. And it's got uh, what's his name, Wyatt Russell? Is that his name, Wyatt? Yeah, uh, it's uh, Kurt Russell's son, right? Yeah, yeah, Kurt Russell. He's in it and uh, everything. So it, uh, man, it looks really, really good. Uh, Bloomhouse usually gives us some quality movies. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, we'll be going this weekend to see it, and of course, like you said, we'll be a uh, Talking about it and reviewing it next episode. Yes, indeed. Uh, I will be honest. I'm very, uh, very skeptical about this movie. Uh, I don't know. The, the trailers just haven't hooked me, but um, I guess we'll find out next week, won't we? <laughs> I have, I have this much like how the creature from the Black Lagoon creeped the shit out of me. I have this innate fear of like bodies of water and, and things, you know, pools, lakes, whatever it is, and not knowing necessarily all the time what's beneath you and uh you know obviously in a pool you can see a little better but there's something very creepy about that and uh yeah so i don't know that 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 creeps me uh so but we'll see i'm hoping i'm hoping there's a little more obviously than me which i, I suspect there will be 
that will really sell the movie a little a little better than what the trailers have. Yep. Well, we'll I guess we shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that pretty much does it for our news, upcoming releases, birthdays, and movie anniversary stuff like that. Um, I, I say it every time. Make sure you follow us on social media. Don't be a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I we post about this stuff all the time. I mean, you know, I mention it every time, and for some reason, you still haven't followed us. So, starting to upset me a little bit. Don't you know you wouldn't like me when I'm angry? Yeah, and it, 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 it some shit when it breaks, and we just can't wait. We will immediately put out there. There's oh, the, yeah. the, you know, we, we shared the Mickey's Mousetrap trailer, uh, when it came out because it was just, everything's moving so quick. We like, hey, we're going to talk about it, but we, we wanted to get that trailer. So some, you know, some things break and it's so big. Well, I mean, we might talk about it at the show, but we, we won't wait and share it. We'll, we'll get it, you know, post it immediately. So, and there are sometimes, you know, we stumble across movie anniversaries and birthdays that, hey, we didn't notice before that we didn't, you know, so sometimes you get on the social media, you get some, get some bonus stuff that wasn't necessarily in the show. So. There's no reason. We're on all the social media platforms. We post all this stuff on all of them. So you can follow us on all. You can follow us on one. You're going to get it all. Um, but uh, so there's no reason not to. Very true. Very, very true. But all right. That wraps that up in a nice little bow. But now we're going to move on to our 2023 review. So stick around. Listen to Their Screams is now a Fangoria collaborator. Get 20% off your order at shop.fangoria.com by using the promo code LISTEN2SCREAMS at checkout. That is LISTEN, the number two, and SCREAMS. Or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, and we are back here on Listen to Their Screams. It is one of our favorite episodes that we do when we get to uh, review the whole year. Uh, We did it for 2022 uh, but this is even even going to be a little more fun because we actually put out podcasts and watched a, just a hell, hell hellacious amount of movies in 2023. So, uh, you know, it's even even a little more fun for us. And before we get to the honorable mentions in our top five favorite movies for 2023, we wanted to throw out just a few points last week on our 2024 review or preview show. Excuse me. We, we spoke of a few things that we'd like to see in 2024. Uh, so for this one, since we're looking back at 2023, let's, let's look at some of the biggest surprises or some of the, uh, you know, some of the things that we really liked seeing in 2023. It's not movie specific per se. That's more uh, with the horror genre in general. Uh, first off is, uh, obviously we, we spoke about this pretty much every episode, pretty much every time we have reviewed a theatrical release movie. We have talked about it. Uh, the great performance of horror movies in theaters. Uh, horror was a, it was a consistently strong performing genre. It seemed like pretty much every horror movie that came out on its opening weekend was number one, unless it was, you know, competing against the, you know, some of the mega movies like the Super Mario Brothers or the Barbie, right? You just can't knock those. Uh, but, you know, even if it, it didn't have a, a super long run, horror movies always came out strong and performed strong, uh, even the ones that disappointed us, right? Even the ones that maybe, hey, we, eh, could have been a little better. They still had, Strong box office. And that, that to me is, man, it warms my heart. And it, uh, it, uh, it just makes me so, so excited for the future of horror as it continues to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the biggest things too about this year is that we, we saw a lot of just absolute creativity. Um, you know, it was just, it's one of those things with horror. And, and in my opinion, horror is probably one of the most creative genres. Um, you know, and the only reason I say that is because 
a lot of times with horror movies, you do have to get creative with how you present things. And um, especially with the constrictions of some of these movies that we really like this year being PG-13 horror movies. Um, so a lot of creativity goes into that. And I, and I think the 2023, you know, it's just like this bell curve where we, we just continue to receive just such great, great movies. And, you know, it's been so great. You know, even 2022 was good, but 2023, in my opinion, uh, stepped it up a little bit and we got a lot of really cool stuff from 2023. And, uh, yeah, I just, a lot of really great creative things. And I, and it just makes me excited for 2024. You know, we talked about that last week, but, yeah. um, 2023 delivered very well for us, I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then our, our next point is, is something that we talked about last week that we want to see more of in 2024. We spoke of just a few minutes ago where, hey, it looks like we're going to see more of it in, in 2024. Uh, but 2023 kind of really had this, uh, this, I don't know what you want to call it, this development of, uh, public domain horror movies. Uh, there was, you know, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Three Blind Mice, Mary Had a Little Lamb. And, and like we said, we spoke of the Mickey Mouse ones coming up, but there's also upcoming Movies of, of Winnie the Pooh 2. Uh, there's one called Cinderella's Curse. There's one called Sleeping Beauty. Uh, these are still coming. Now, you know, fables, uh, nursery rhymes, you know, fairy tales. They, you know, they've, they've, horror has tapped into those a lot in the past. But now it just seems like there's this, this influx of low budget movies that are really pulling from them. And, uh, man, they're just super fun to watch and, uh, often, you know, super creative. And I, you know, we spoke about it with the Mickey Mouse stuff. I, I can't wait to see more of these. And I, I hope we just continue on in 2024 to get these releases. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think Mickey Mouse is just the beginning. Um, there's, from what I've heard, there are other, you know, IPs coming into public domain um, throughout 2024 and potentially into 2025 and further. So, you know, we will see some progression with that and maybe see some other items um, from that IP list, if you will. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, 2023 was absolutely insane for unexpected, you know, IPs like The Grinch and Winnie Pooh and everything else. Um, or actually, I guess The Grinch came out in 2022. Yeah, that was, that was 2022, but. <laughs> but, but, but nonetheless, you know, all kinds of good stuff came from that. And, you know, we're going to continue to see good stuff. And, but yeah, I, I think that 2023 was weirdly, weirdly full of those movies. Um, but I, I, you know, it, it's just great. I, I really, I really just love it because I think the reason I love it so much is because like there are so many people who get bothered by it. Like I hate to say it like that, but it almost cracks me up to like see people bothered by like somebody turning Winnie the Pooh into a murderer, yeah. and they're just like, what, what, "What? That's my childhood." And I'm like, "Your childhood just murdered somebody in cold blood." So I don't yeah. know what to tell you, man. Yeah, and I, I love them. They're fun. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just, I mean, they're just great popcorn movies to sit back and, and not have to overthink and just watch, you know, watch, watch some, uh, beloved characters kill some people. It's, 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 it's good stuff. Uh, but another thing that, uh, that was, you know, pretty satisfying for 2023 is there was a, a lot of prominent sequels, prequels, et cetera, uh, you know, new franchise entries that, that got a lot of mainstream attention. We had, you know, Scream 6, we had Evil Dead Rise, Insidious Red Door, Saw X, Exorcist Believer. I'm sure there was others. Right. There's a pet cemetery bloodlines. There was all these things and all these got, you know, kind of big pushes, big marketing and uh, lots of attention. Uh, you know, there was varying degrees of how good they were, uh, but overall they were all pretty, pretty fair entries into their franchises. And I, I like the fact that I hope it continues on that uh, people 
can can have these new entries into franchises and be creative um, and find interesting ways to keep these properties alive. And I hope, I hope that that can carry over to some of you know some of the bigger franchises that are kind of dormant at them. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm looking at you, Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's do something. And uh, you know, I mean, you know, Chucky has reinvented themselves as a, as a, a you know a series, and uh, people are really finding creative ways to keep these these big properties going. And uh, and, and overall, overall, the, the batting average is pretty good, and they're they're pretty successful at it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest things that 2023 delivered, I think, versus like prior years, is that, like you said, we had a lot of really great entries as sequels into previously existing, you know, film franchises. Um, and I think with the announcement of like Saw 11, for instance, uh, you know, we're really looking forward to that for 2024, but Saw X, in my opinion, um, was a life raft for the series. And Saw X, uh, definitely reinvigorated sort of that love, uh, and the general consensus, you know, the, the hive mind, if you will. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it's definitely brought Saul back to the forefront. Uh, and then the other films, you know, Insidious, The Last Door. The Last Door, in my opinion, also brought the Insidious franchise back to the forefront of people's minds. Um, and by doing so, it, it, it opened up the opportunity for more movies to be made in the future. Um, and I think Saul, again, is probably the best example of this because it did so well that they're like, well, shit, let's make another movie. Let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, speaking of Saul, I've not, I haven't exactly verified. I just saw this prior to recording, but apparently the director, producer, somebody, uh, or maybe a combination, was was on something. I don't know if it was a podcast. I don't know what it was, but apparently they have said, and again, I've not verified this. I don't know if this is absolutely true, but they have said that Saul Eleven is going to pretty much just pick up where Saul Ten, Saul X left off, really? and continue on. That's what that's what this thing said. Uh, seemed fairly reliable. Uh, but I didn't have time to verify that for sure. Uh, but that, to me, that's logical. I think that's the, you know, I think that's, I think that's probably what we expected. And it, it also did say that, uh, that they also said that uh, Chris Rock is interested in doing more, doing another in the future. So there may be something spinning out of that. We'll see. Not the biggest spiral fan, but who knows what will happen. Uh, if maybe they can start melding things together a little bit and give us a little something more with if Chris Rock is involved. But anyway, uh, there's a, something out there, again, not verified. I've I just read it uh, pertaining to Saul 11. Uh, but one more point from 2023. Uh, and again, this was something that we said we wanted to see continue on in 2024 last episode. Uh, but 2023 truly saw a continued growth in the strength of streaming services, particularly Shudder and Screenbox. I think... Uh, I really think Shudder and Screenbox came into their own in 2023. They've, they've, they've always provided some good content, whatever else, but I've, they've really hit a groove in 2023. It was just every month they were coming out with some really, really good stuff. Uh, some must see stuff. Uh, not only, like we've said last episode, you know, not only archive stuff, but original releases. They, they are such gifts for the genre and for fans like us. Yeah, absolutely. I think 2023, you know, I think every year it gets slowly a little bit better. Um, and we really reviewed, pardon me, reviewed a lot of Shudder and Screenbox films this year. Um, and I think that it just goes to show that while these movies are not getting the theatrical release treatment, they are still fantastic films and they deserve their own little spot, um, you know, in, in this year's you know review and everything else. So, uh, but yeah, 2023 is great. And, you know, 
it just again Screenbox, hit us up you know we're always looking for a looking for a you know a sponsor uh strutter hit us up <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we just we just put out the you know the release uh their january releases and, and again it looks like they got a couple some couple of original things you know coming out there and some some archive stuff or some uh movies that don't have u.s releases i mean again they're, they're continuing on in, in with january of, of what they've done and what they do best and uh it's a uh, man. It's good stuff. I, I love how they put you know make their announcement at the beginning of the month of hey, this is all the stuff we're doing. Promote it during the month. You know, it gets us all excited to count down for things and look forward to things. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to 2024 and what they what they offer and how, you know some of the movies that we'll review from them because uh, we reviewed quite a few in 2023 that they put out there and uh, watched even more. I mean, there's a lot that we watched that we didn't necessarily review. So very true. All right. Well, that is, uh, that is some of the, the general things that we, uh, enjoyed, uh, the horror genre gave us in 2023. Uh, we spoke last episode of what we hope continues on in 2024. Uh, but now it's time to get to our favorite movies from 2023. We have got our top five and we're going to count those down. But before we get there, we do have three honorable mentions. So Ike, lay on those honorable mentions. Starting us off strong for honorable mentions, you know. Uh, we love this movie, but with honorable mentions, you have to keep in mind, again, these are five movies that we both chose, and then we had to mix our list together to make it the best list possible. So we couldn't get all of our favorite movies in there, but that does not mean that they are not great movies. So if we don't have the movie that you loved on this list, doesn't mean we didn't like it, just means it didn't get in my top five. So our three honorable mentions, starting off strong, is Saul X, released September 29, 2023, and it grossed $111 million. $37,929 worldwide, 44, number 44 for 2023. So, uh, you know, we won't stretch this out too far because, of course, we all obviously spoke about all these movies in great detail in their own episodes. But Saul X, as we even just spoke about, reignited the franchise and it paved the way for Saul 11. Saul 11, of course, coming out this year. But Saul X did such a great job. And I, and I think it's very important that uh, we give a spotlight to Saw X because Saw X was just it, it was just different. It was new. It reinvigorated my love for the Saw franchise, and um, it, it definitely it, it deserves a spot, um, and you know at least in the top ten for 2023. Yeah, and uh, it was a, it was a fun movie. Uh, like I said, all these movies, uh, the top five in the, in the three honorable mentions. These were the, these were the eight movies that were on our list between the two right. of us. Uh, if, if it didn't make our final back and forth discussion, it was the honorable mentions. Uh, and, uh, you know, Saul X is a tough one, a tough one to cut. And, uh, the fact that it was an honorable mention and, and as much as we enjoyed it, that, I mean, that just shows how good the movies were for 2023. Uh, you know, cause it very easily could have been in the top five. Um, it, but you know, it, it was, it was a fun movie. Uh, it made me very excited for Saul 11. And, um, yeah. Definitely, definitely uh, good. I mean, and it, and it performed well, which, you know, is, is great. Like we spoke earlier, every, everything that came out seemed like it performed well. No, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Going to move on to our next honorable mention. Uh, we actually talked about it a little bit just a moment ago, but we have Insidious the Red Door. It was released on July 7, 2023, and it grossed $189,086,877 worldwide, and it was number 30 for 2023. Um, Insidious the Red Door, again, is a pretty phenomenal movie. Um, I think it did a very good job of, you know, sort of closing out the story of the original Insidious films. Um, you know, Insidious has a lot of 
good and bad. And the red door, in my opinion, was part of the good. Um, so I, I think it's definitely a telling thing when you have such a prominent franchise like the Insidious films, and you have this uh, sort of new movie that just pops up out of nowhere. It kind of felt like, but it was still good. It still made sense, um, and I loved it. I, I love the movie. I, I can't give enough praises about it. Um, I think we actually ended up ranking it at about number three. I think number one and two kind of held that number one and two spot. Um, but I think it was a strong number three, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it was a great movie. Again, it's, it's one of those movies that it's, you have to have that discussion of, you know, it's not in the top five, but man, should it be? It, it's just, there was so many movies. It was so, it was kind of hard to narrow down, right? It's, it's cause you, you have a top five, you think, oh yeah, but shouldn't Insidious Raid Door be? I mean, it is not top, top five. I mean, it's just so hard. Uh, to, to figure it out because it's it's definitely a quality movie, definitely worth it. So, uh, but you know, not not everything, right? You can only have five. So uh, obviously something's going to miss out, but uh, you know, definitely wanted to give it an honorable mention as it was a really, really, really good film. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have one more honorable mention, and this one was a really, really, really fantastic movie. Uh, but we had Totally Killer, a straight to streaming release from August 6, two thousand twenty three, on Amazon Prime. Um, Totally Killer is one of those movies that we watched, and I think Dave and I both kind of um, said this during our review, but if this was a movie that was released in uh, theaters, I probably would have watched it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very telling when you watch a movie on streaming and you say, man, if this was put in the theaters, I would have loved that. Um, and that's the truth here. Totally Killer was a sort of shocking entry to the uh, the films we got this year, especially in terms of a streaming film. Uh, a lot of times with streaming movies, um, you know, Screenbox and Shutter have a lot of really great movies, uh, but not every movie on Shutter and Screenbox is fantastic. But this one, of course, being a Prime movie, sort of the same mold. Not every movie that you see that goes straight to Prime is good, especially horror movies. Um, so Totally Killer was definitely a, a sort of a shocker. Um, it was inventive. It was new. It, it kind of fit into that meta horror genre. Um, and it was great. I, I quite enjoyed it and I'd like to see more. Yeah. I mean, I love this movie. This movie was so fun and, um, it was, man, it was just great. I, I absolutely loved it. I told Monica, man, you got to watch this. She'll like it. She loved it. Uh, it, I don't know. It just felt, it just felt kind of fresh, right? It was, it had some time travel things going on, it, but it was just fun. And, uh, I, yeah, I really, really loved the movie. Uh, definitely. We always talk about, uh, you know, surprise, what's the surprise movie of the year? And, uh, you know, this, this is probably, it didn't make the top five, but this is, this is probably the surprise of the year for us, right? This is probably the one that, uh, you know, didn't get a big release, didn't get a big push. We didn't really have a lot of hype behind it, didn't hear a lot about it, but we watched it and just absolutely loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. so th- this is, this is probably, probably the, you know, the, uh, the, the 2023 dead stream for us. I would think it's a, you know, really, really just a great, great movie. Absolutely. I would agree with that statement. That is definitely the 2023 Deadstream. Um, Still looking for Deadstream 2, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, all right, that wraps it up for our honorable mentions. All right. It's time for our main event. This is the countdown of our five favorite movies from 2023. I don't know. Uh, I, I you know what? I don't know if there's any surprises on this list. If anybody that has listened to the show the entire year, I, I think they could probably come up with a pretty close list if they if they listen closely to us. I don't know if any, I don't know if anybody listens that closely to us. Maybe they shouldn't. Might be hazardous to your health. 
But uh, but let's get going with the first one. Number five. Coming in at number five, uh, probably the movie that one of the movies that Ike was most looking forward to this year, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. It was released October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Written by Emma Tammy, uh, Seth Kudabak, and Scott Cawthon. Directed by Emma Tammy, starring Joss Hutcherson, Piper Rubio, and Matthew Lillard. It grossed $290,921,554 worldwide. And that was good for the number 17 movie for 2023. That is not surprising. We talked about this movie when it was coming out, or getting ready to come out, and the trailers were released and everything else. We talked about how, no matter what, Five Nights at Freddy's would be one of the top movies of the year. Um, so the fact that it comes in at number 17 in the top 20, that's no surprise. We expected that. Uh, but it was a really, really good movie, a really fun movie. Um, and I will, I will take any platform to see Matthew Lillard do his thing. <laughs> and, um, and, and he certainly did. Uh, again, I'm not familiar with all the, you know, the quote unquote lore or background or whatever else, but it was still a very enjoyable movie. And I look forward to the, uh, the future installments in, in this, uh, new franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I was super stoked for this. Uh, and I am absolutely a whore for the lore. So, um, it, I, I was so stoked to see this movie. I'm still so stoked that I saw this movie. Um, I have rewatched the movie probably close to a dozen times at this point. Um, it, honestly, it's just, it's just so enjoyable. Um, and I love every bit of it. And I love Matthew Lillard. I love everybody in this movie. And the movie's just so good. And I just, oh. I, yeah, this is just such a good movie. I, I'm just so, so, so happy for it. And, and it's one of those things, too, where sometimes when movies like this come out, um, you're not really sure how it's going to turn out. You're not really sure if it's going to going to be a good movie or if it's going to be sort of just like a shitter. Um, and this movie did not disappoint me uh, where, you know, where I thought it was going to disappoint me. It did not. So um, super happy about this movie. I'm super stoked, like you said, for future uh, projects under the Five Nights banner. Um, just I'm I'm just pumped. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's uh let's move on to the next one. Number four. Coming in at number four, we have Thanksgiving, released November seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Written by Eli Roth and Jeff Rendell, and directed by Eli Roth, starring Patrick Dempsey, Addison Rae, Milo Mannheim. Grossed forty four million one hundred thirty thousand one hundred seventy one dollars worldwide with number 72 for 2023. Um, Dave and I really love this movie. I, I, I can't say it enough that this movie, again, was a sort of uh, an underdog. We, we did not expect a movie about a Thanksgiving killer to be as good as this movie was. Um, Eli Roth not only accomplished in making a very fun and enjoyable slasher movie, but he also invented a uh, very marketable slasher. Um, you know, the, the, the slasher of this movie just he looks good. Uh, it's simple, but still creepy. And the kills in this movie were just absolutely outlandish and crazy. And it just, it not only screamed good old Eli Roth, but it screamed good old slasher from the olden days. Um, and you know, it's already set up for a sequel. And I think that, uh, any, any attempt at a sequel is going to be absolutely fantastic. And, uh, I'm still, I'm ready for it. I- I'm ready for some more, uh, I'm drawing a blank on what the guy's name, John Carver, right? John Carver, uh huh. I'm ready for some more John Carver to carve up some youth. Yeah, me too. Uh, this this would probably be 
The other that would be a contender for what I would call surprise for us, and that's only because I know it got a lot of hype. I know it's a, a big budget movie or you know fairly big budget movie. It's got some big people in it, but I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. Yeah. It it totally blew away my expectations. I was so hopeful that I would enjoy it, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. And it was so damn fun. And I think it, like you said, I think it's just because it, it was, it just kind of stuck to that old slasher format for the most part. And, uh, and, and that's, that's, I mean, that's my bread and butter. That's my wheelhouse. And, um, and it was just, it was a blast. John Carver is, is quickly becoming, going to become iconic as far as, as movie, uh, you know, villains. And, um, right. They've already said, they've already said there's going to be a sequel, but they're, they're not rushing it. I think it's coming in 2025. They're giving themselves time to you know, write the right, you know, proper script and, and do everything right. Uh, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see more because, like you said, man, I, I love this movie. It was so much fun for me. Absolutely. All right. But uh, so let's see what beat that out, though, after that high praise. So let's move on to our next movie. Number three. Coming in at number three. For us was a, a an early favorite in the year for us. One that when it came out, we said, "Man, this this might this is going to be the one to beat, right? This is going to be one to beat." And it, obviously, a couple bumped it down. But coming in at number three is "Knock at the Cabin," uh, released February third, nineteen twenty three, uh, or excuse me, <laughs> February third, twenty twenty three, written by him, M. Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, and Paul Tremblay. Sorry, Dave Batista, Jonathan Groff, and Ben Aldridge. It grossed 54760947 worldwide, good for 63 for the year. Uh, man, this movie was absolutely great. It's, uh, you know, coming out in February, it, it's after so much it came out after, you, you, it's, it's, you forget, right? You forgot that it came out in 2023 when we were discussing these. It's like, oh yeah, there was that because it came out so early in the year. And, uh, uh man. This movie was so great, and it was absolutely bumped up a notch by the performance of Dave Bautista, who was absolutely phenomenal in it. Uh, but just just a fun, fun movie, uh, really, really enjoyable, really creative. And, and like I said, you know, coming out early in the year, uh, man, this this set the bar pretty high right out of the gates of, of you know what to achieve for the year. Yeah, I, I think that this movie, you know, like you said, I completely forgot this movie came out this year um i i I can't help but be a little remiss that it didn't even make my top five and when we were talking about this i was like holy shit this this movie came out this year um and so it it just it's just absolutely insane that this movie came out it did as well as it did we loved it so much we gave it the highest of praises and i fucking forgot about it so um I, i to this day, I'll never live that down to myself, so just keep that in mind. But uh, this movie also prompted me to uh, start quoting it pretty significantly. Um, I can't remember what it is that they say now because it's been so long, but, uh, you know, something about humanity has been judged or yeah. um, some, something to that effect. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, oh, man, it's just such a good movie. You know, in my opinion, this movie will be looked back upon very fondly. Um, and I do not think that it necessarily got the hype that it really deserved when it initially came out. So, you know, one day there will be a uh, there will be an addition to this and people will look back on it with uh, with much fondness, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. I think it's got a lot of rewatch value in the future. 
Uh, I, I don't know that I've watched it again since initially watching it. Uh, but it'll be one of those that I'll at some point in time, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, forgot about that. Let's give that another watch. And I'm sure I'll enjoy it just as much uh, when I when I rewatch it. So. All right. We're round uh, down ready for the top two. Number two. Coming in at number two. You guessed it. Talk to me. Um, you know. Talk to me. Released July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Written by Danny Philippou, uh, Bill Hensman, Daly Pearson. Uh, directed by Danny and Michael Philippou. Uh, starring Sophie Wilde and Alexander Jensen. Gross ninety two million thirty nine thousand two hundred six dollars uh, no, worldwide. Number forty eight for twenty twenty three. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. This movie again was a very early contender for, you know, not very early, I guess it was halfway through the year, but it was a halfway through the year contender for the top five. Um, this is one of those movies that we both really loved, and uh, we, we, we definitely said it from the get-go that this was going to be another movie to beat. Um, and, you know, in our making of this ranking and of the Christmas season, uh, Dave actually received a, uh, a, a model of the hand uh, for his for his desk, so... Uh, we're going to hope that he doesn't get possessed uh, by the uh, ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. There's part of me that hopes I do. Who knows? Right. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, obviously, Talk yeah. to Me was fantastic. Talk to Me delivered probably one of the more uh, horrifying movies of the year. Um, and really, it was just it's spooky. It is jarring. Everything about this movie is just absolutely just insane. And, and it's crazy to think about just how much of an impact that this movie had on pop culture. Um, and I think that uh, future interest in this film will be welcomed and uh, hopefully a positive thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I mean, we know we're getting another, uh, and this is another movie that was kind of surprising to me, right? Because it's like, ah, I heard about it. It seems okay. Then I watched it and it just blew me away. Uh, full disclosure. When we had our top five, talk to me was my number one. It, it, I, it was my personal number one favorite movie of the year. Followed very closely by our number one. So when we negotiated whatever else, it was okay to bump my two to one because it was, it was very close. Very, very close. Uh, but, uh, I, I love talking. I just absolutely love it. Um, cannot, I mean, I need to watch it again. I mean, it's, it's just that I, I can't wait and I can't wait. I know for the sequel, I can't wait. You know, I'm just, this movie was so well done, so well acted, such a clever concept. Um, Man, it was just so cool. It was just, it is, it is what horror needs more of, right? It, because this is the kind of movie that, uh, that can draw people into the genre, uh, because it is, it's, it is so good. And it's like, it's one of those movies that you can look at somebody who doesn't necessarily like horror and say, Oh yeah, but you got to watch this. You'll like this. Uh, yeah. and it, it, it's just such a great movie. Uh, and, uh, I love it. I, I can't, I cannot praise it enough. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, the only other thing I was going to mention too about this movie is still that opening scene where that guy just stabbed himself in the face. Oh yeah. Chills every yeah. time. Yeah. Just, uh, just great stuff. Such a good movie. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, here we that. are, <laughs> here ahead. we are talking about how good this is. So what beat it out? What is our number one movie of 2023? Number one. Well, for anybody that has listened to it for the year, this movie, we've talked about it time and time again, how 
I don't even know how many times we've mentioned, ah, this is probably the movie to beat. This is the movie to beat. I still think this is our favorite movie. We talked about it all year since seeing it. Coming in at number one in our favorite movies for 2023, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, released April 21st, 2023, written and directed by Lee Cronin, starring Mila Bear Pease, Anna Marie Tom- Thomas, and Richard Crashley. It grossed $146,733,054 worldwide, which is good for number 35 in 2023. This came out in April. We said right then, oh, this is, this is our top movie right now. This is the one to beat for the rest of the year. Uh, Pretty much every subsequent movie, we said, oh, that was really, really good. Ah, but that ah, don't think it's quite knocked Evil Dead Rise off. And uh, we said that consistently through the year. We we loved this movie. I still love this movie. Uh, I, I finally got Monica to watch it. She was not a big fan of the gore part of it. But she said, man, it was good. Had a good story. That was a really good entry. Um, I, I, for one, like gore. So that just added to it. Uh, it, it was so clever. It's so clever how they came across the book. It was... Uh, the, the the recordings were really great that they used those albums. Uh, it was so spooky, and the the the, the mom in it. I, I cannot praise her enough. She freaking made your skin crawl. I mean, we we talked about. I think when we reviewed it, that the stuff when she's in the hallway and she's looking in through the peephole uh, with her daughter, and just the stuff she said. Oh, and uh, it's just uh, it's, it's just horror perfection. This movie was so good. This is a movie that I will. I, I will rewatch. I don't even know how many times in the future. It's just just so, so good. Um, Like I said, I I, I had talked to me and my personal number one, but Evil Dead Rise was so close at number two. And uh, when we, when we negotiated it, putting Evil Dead Rise at one and talked to me too, I'm like, I'm good with that because they were so damn close. It's almost like a a one A and one B for me. Um, And, uh, but this movie, man, it's just so much good. I mean, the, the elevator scene with the blood, there's just so much good about it and not to mention hey, it's got a wood chipper in it i mean that's that's always fun stuff <laughs> yeah you know i i think i had evil dead rise as my number one um like you said i there were a lot of other good movies and i kind of went back and forth on where i wanted to put evil dead rise but thinking back on it and just really just mentally just trying to position it i was like this has to be my number one and it, i i do stand by that just because evil dead rise in my opinion, again, again, provided us yet another fantastic entry into a already fantastic series of movies. It easily beat out all of the other sequels to the Evil Dead movie. No matter how much I love Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness and Asher's Evil Dead and all that other good shit, this movie just is just so much better. So, so good. Um, you know, and this movie just offers so much, um, there's a lot of really great lore that is, you know, just weaved into this film. And this movie also opened up the possibility for more movies, you know, um, for, for a long time, we, we've asked for more movies, you know, just, just more, more, more. And I think that we will get more with this movie. I think Bruce Campbell, you know, and everybody else that was involved with prior projects, I can't remember the, the, the person that played. Uh, Mia and the 2013 remake, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of talks about bringing them all together. And, you know, I've heard a lot of really cool potential ideas for this. And, uh, I think it'll be good. I think that this movie again opened the door for another Evil Dead movie, uh, in the hopefully near future. So can't complain too much about that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was a great movie. Uh, and like I said, we, we talked about it all year. We talked about how, hey, this is, 
this is the one to beat. And, um, you know, here we are at the end and we never found a movie to beat it. Um, uh, just such a fun movie. That's, that's what I look for in horror. Uh, you know, I like some gore. I like, you know, fun. I like creepy. Uh, this movie had it all, right? If this movie can make me cringe, I mean, that cheese grater shit. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> If it can make me cringe a little bit with all the movies I've seen, I'm, I'm good. That's great. And, um, again, such a, such a great movie brought, man, just, it just was such a, a breath of fresh air in the franchise. And this is coming from a guy who pretty much likes the entire franchise for the most part. I mean, I, I like the Ash versus Evil Dead. I like, uh, the most of the movies, varying degrees. You know, I enjoy it all, but this really felt like it, it, it brought the franchise to the next level. And, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, brought it out of the, you know, s- some of the past stylings and brought it more into the into the current, while still, you know, tipping the hat enough to the past and having enough in there to to you know be that link. So, uh, it was just bravo, well done, uh, and that was our number one movie for 2023. Uh, we would we'd love to hear what everybody, uh, what all you guys think. You know, what what was your favorite movie of 2023? What is your top five of 2023? Uh, what movie in our top five could you or just got you shaking your head saying, what the hell are you thinking? Uh, let us know. Uh, we, we spoke about social media. We're on all of it. Uh, so give us some feedback on there. Let us know uh, what you would do if you were ranking or if you had to pick at your favorite movie from 2023. Um, it, it, you know, looking back on this and discussing these movies, these the eight movies that we have discussed, the top five and three honorable mentions just has me so excited for what's to come in 2024. And, um, you know, I mean, here we are again, you know, out of the gates, pretty good with Night Swim uh, that we're reviewing next episode, releasing in theaters on January 5th. Um, you know, last year it was Megan, right? It was Megan was the one that kind of got us out of the gates. And I thought, um, OK, it sounds OK, but I'll see. And it was like, oh, man, that was really, really good. I'm hoping Night Swim will be that same thing. It's like, oh, I see some promise here. Uh, and I hope when I go watch, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that was great. Uh, because, you know, we, we need a movie to really just jump this year off in a big, big way. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if the run continues and if Night Swim on the coming weekend can, uh, can perform strong and, uh, you know, and, and maybe come in at number one on the opening weekend and, and see what happens. Uh, but that is what we're reviewing next episode. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I'm looking forward to getting back to our reviews. Uh, it's been fun to look, uh, look ahead to 2024, look back at 2023. It's been fun doing the specials and the and the Christmas horror and all the different things. Uh, but now I, I'm glad to be settled back in just doing the straight up reviews and getting back into our groove and what we do best. Um, and that's man, that's that's you know, that's what we're here for. And uh, now I look forward to it. And like I said, we kick that off next episode with Night Swim. So, Ike, before we close out, uh, anything you want to throw in here? Uh, you know, I just, so much good stuff came from 2023. Um, you know, we, we talked about just a very small selection of the just very vast library of 2023 horror movies. Um, so it just, you know, like we said, you know, let us know what your favorite movies from this year were. Were any of these movies in our top five, like, you know, WTF moments for you? Or are they all movies that you guys enjoyed too? Because I like to see that interaction. Um, just because I, I like to see also, like, what movies did you guys like? Because, Maybe there's something even we forgot, you know, we, we watch so many movies, like Dave said, you know, and there's even a lot of movies that we don't talk about on the podcast that we watch outside of, you know, what we normally do. So it's very possible that we forgot of crap ton of movies and uh, maybe your favorite movie just wasn't there for it. But in any case, 
Uh, no, I, I think that's pretty much it. Just, uh, you know, let us know what your favorite movies of this year were because I, re- I really want to know genuinely. Yeah. I mean, when I'm, you know, I'm thinking, when I was thinking, you know, over the list, I mean, there was, there was movies I had to give thought to. It's like, oh, I right. couldn't crack. You know, I mean, I mean, we're talking movies that I really enjoy, you know, movies like Holy Shit and Quicksand and, <laughs> and, and some of these movies that were, man, they were really, really fun, uh, movies. And, uh, you know, so it's like, you know, I, I really had to pause for a second and say, Ooh, could that knock something, you know, could that, you know, bump its way in? Uh, it, it didn't really do it for me. Uh, like I said, the kind of the top of the non-theatrical kind of movies for me was totally, totally killer. I, I just, that movie was so great. Uh, I absolutely loved that movie. So it kind of, it kind of set the standard there for the, uh, the non, you know, non-theatrical movies. Uh, so, you know, none of the others really knocked that out, but, uh, but that doesn't mean, man, there was not a lot of fun movies, even though it didn't make the eight we discussed. Uh, man, you know, there's some that could have slipped in there. And then, you know, there was, I mean, we could have done a top 20 and, uh, they would have all been, you know, ba- you know, quote unquote bangers, as you kids say. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of good movies that came out in 2023. And, uh, again, it makes me, you know, due to the success of horror and how well it, it performed, you know, how well the streaming services have done, the quality of, of movies coming out, the fact that uh, a lot of, you know, name actors, quality actors are doing these projects. Uh, the, the fact that a lot of creative people are getting their, kind of getting their start and, uh, and coming up with some good stuff, you know, it really makes me look forward to 2024. We talked about the movies we're looking forward to and, uh, man, it makes me excited. And of course, like we said last episode, I mean, we're getting Terrifier 3 in 2024. So regardless of anything else, I mean, I can not wait for that. So, um, I- I'm excited. This is going to be, this is going to be another good year. And I look forward to, to seeing all these movies. I look forward to unearthing some of those, uh, you know, un, unheard of gems that we yeah. didn't know, you know, that we weren't necessarily getting all the hype and saying, oh man, what about that? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward, you know, we, we, we saw some physical media stuff this year. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of that. Uh, that, you know, it's not necessarily what one of the streaming service at the time. So, uh, lots of, lots of good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And that's not even discussing. Damn, the whole merchandise side and all the merchandise and stuff that's out there and, and the shirts and different things that, you know, are constantly being released. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that kind of stuff too. It's, it is a really, really good time to be a horror fan. And, uh, we're glad you're listening to us and taking the ride with us here as we dive into 2024. So there we go. We have taken care of all the official business, closing one year, opening another year, uh, getting past the holidays. And like we said, we are now ready to settle back in and do our reviews, kicking it off on our, Jan- or our next episode with the January 5th release of Night Swim. Cannot wait to, to get back into that groove. So tune in next episode to see what we think of that movie. But until then, wherever you go and whatever you do, we hope everybody had a happy new year and has a uh, really, really good prosperous 2024. But no matter what, be good, be safe, and always have many pleasant nightmares.